Welcome back to another edition of Laying It Down, week two with Woody on a Monday morning, my time. Um, like we did last week, just going to go through all the games on uh, Sunday. Just some thoughts, uh, what we saw, what I didn't like to see. Um, get to all that. Start with Sunday night game, primetime game. I think every primetime game has been unbelievable, maybe minus Rams bears in week one but uh Mahomes Lamar you know it means fireworks it was fireworks uh Rams ended up winning 36 30 Rams well Ravens ended up winning 36 35 Lamar started slow couple interceptions to Tyron Matthew one was a pick six um and then kind of got the impression that Maybe it's the same old Ravens. Lamar, the Chiefs is the only team that he started against and hasn't beaten until last night. So probably felt good to get the monkey off the back, as Lamar said in his post-game presser. He uh, he kind of gave you everything that he is. He made some bad decisions in the air, but then did pretty well. He also rushed for 107 yards and two touchdowns. What other quarterback does that? Uh, when 18 for 26 threw a touchdown, two picks, and basically the moment of the game, um, there was a minute left, fourth and one, or fourth and two, uh, Ravens ball, and you see Harbaugh um, basically yell to Lamar, Lamar, do you want to go for it? Lamar, do you want to go for it? And Lamar was like, hell yeah, and Harbaugh believed in his dude. Lamar kept it himself, got the first down, ball game. If they don't get that, Chiefs get the ball, uh, on the Ravens side of the field, it's basically game over. So basically putting your trust in your best player and not the defense that can't really stop Mahomes anyway. Um, so gutsy call by the Ravens at home. They get it done. And uh, they were like three and a half point underdogs, I believe. Um, as far as Mahomes and the Chiefs, that all happened because Clyde Edwards-Alaire fumbled the ball. Um, so I, don't, I mean... People were already worried about Edwards Alaire. He's not producing like people thought he would. I think he was former first round pick. Um, fumbled the ball in a critical, critical situation. Mahomes went 24 for 31, 343, three touchdowns and a pick. He had multiple highlight worthy plays as he did. So did Lamar. Lamar, that crazy jump pass thing where he basically floated forward in the air and threw to Hollywood Brown for a touchdown. Uh, Mahomes had one. Insane play, avoided the rush, stepped up in the pocket, and sl- just literally the definition of slinging it um, into the end zone for a 40-yard touchdown, and then Travis Kelsey being unbelievable. The thing that didn't happen was Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill had three catches for 14 yards, so clearly that was the Ravens' game plan. Don't let the deep ball to Tyreek happen. Um, obviously, there were deep balls to other people, but they were like 40 yards. Uh, we saw week one, Tyreek Hill went for 75 so just quick hitter type of dude and uh they limited him he's probably Mahomes first read maybe 1a 1b with Kelsey but uh yeah I don't know the last time Tyreek Hill finished with three catches 14 yards and the crazy part is the Chiefs still put up 35 points against a say slightly above average Ravens defense with the injuries that they've went through but it was the Ravens had the, the back against the wall Lamar's basically the only healthy guy on offense um, and they overcame a lot. So Ravens are not dead yet. 
It's uh, it's early. It's week two, and Lamar showed why he's one of the best quarterbacks in the in the league. And it's he's in his own category because you can't really. I don't know. I don't think you can really compare him or evaluate him with other quarterbacks because he can do so many things that other quarterbacks can't. Um, so yeah, that was uh, Sunday night. I guess. I guess we can touch on the Thursday night game. It was wild. Uh, Heineke starting for Washington because Fitzpatrick out with a hip injury. Um, Daniel Jones was 4-0 against Washington coming into this game, but he's 0-6 in prime time. They ended up losing 30-29, to and uh, Daniel Jones actually wasn't the problem. He played pretty well, 22-32, 249 and a touchdown. Uh, he also ran the ball nine times, 95 yards and a touchdown. He also had the one long run called back for holding. That was a touchdown. I think that resulted in a field goal instead. And if Kylo would maybe not chew his toy right next to the microphone, that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, it was uh, a wild game. Terry McLaurin is really good at football. So him and CeeDee Lamb, maybe Devontae Smith, that NFC East, they, they got some receivers. Sterling Shepard played well for... G-men as well, but uh, the weird part was the usage or lack there of with Antonio Gibson. He looked great when he was on the field. Gibson wasn't the problem. It was he wasn't in the game for a long time. I mean, J.D. McKissick seemed like he was the lead guy, which makes zero sense. Um, and they were throwing the ball to McKissick a ton too. Gibson was a receiver at Memphis. Like he wasn't a full-time running back until he came to Washington. Um, so that was bizarre. It doesn't make much sense. Saquon had that one nice 41 yard run, but he still, he doesn't look like himself. Uh, he's hesitant and he's like not lowering his shoulder. He was getting crushed up the middle. Um, during that game, Darius Slayton missed a, I mean, it was like slightly overthrown, but could have had a wide open touchdown. Didn't happen. And then to end it, um, Washington kicks a field goal, misses, but flag on the play. They said uh, Giants jumped off sides, and I was like, when I was watching, I was like, yeah, looks like he's off sides, and then they make the field goal. And then there were videos on Twitter of he literally, the dude, what was it, Richardson or whatever, jumped. Literally, he jumped the snap perfectly. It shouldn't have been a flag. Um, he, I guess, was just jumped it too well and basically cost – Giants the game. So Giants fall to 0-2, Washington 1-1. Heineke also had that insane throw to Ricky Seals-Jones um, in the corner of the end zone, so that was cool. But All right, on to Sunday. I guess we'll just go early to late. We already hit the nightcap game. Um, Panthers 26, Saints 7. Panthers now 2-0, and uh, the question was always, is Darnold – is Darnold bad is, or was it the Jets or what? Um, as of right now, Darnold's looking pretty good. 26 for 38, 305 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, DJ Moore seems like he is the solidified number one receiver. I say receiver because pass catcher is still McCaffrey. Um, but DJ Moore had a good game, a touchdown, about 80 yards in the air. And uh, McCaffrey's just unbelievable. I say it every day. Um, he's, he's, I guess this like generation's version, like in fantasy of Ladanian Tomlinson, where you just know you're getting top, like it's impossible for him to finish outside the top 10. 
as a running back uh, in fantasy. So pretty insane. Jameis um, came back to earth. 11 for 22, 111 yards, uh, no touchdowns, two picks, and kind of looked like the Jameis pre-LASIK eye surgery, just kind of chucking and praying. Um, didn't work out, especially when you don't have Michael Thomas to bail you out on those deep balls. Um, little Jordan Humphrey, isn't it? Alvin Kamara was didn't really do much of anything. He had eight carries for five yards and uh, four receptions for 25. This Panthers defense is good. Um, I think people are going to start figuring that out, and they're they're off to a 2-0 start. What, however, I feel like the Panthers organization is in a tricky spot because they didn't pick up Darnold's, or what? They didn't extend Darnold, so after this year, they have to make a decision. Say they make the playoffs, uh, they're going to have to make they're going to have to either pay Darnold probably more than he deserves, or they're going to basically start from scratch a quarterback and draft someone. Um, and the other issue is Joe Brady is their offensive coordinator. If they keep doing well, he's going to become a head coach. And then I think this is just going to be a disaster. I think Joe Brady has a lot to do with the success of this Panthers offense. Um, not that it translates, but he did the same thing in LSU with, uh, I mean, it helps when you have Burrow and all that, but Joe Brady's like the hot new name. Maybe the next McVay, young, young up-and-coming offensive mind. So if if Brady's not their OC next year, um, we could be in, like the Panthers could be in a really tricky situation. So we'll see. But I guess that's what you got to live with the consequences, not extending Darnold. Um, I, whatever the number is that they would give him would probably be disgusting. Um, but yeah, we'll see. So Panthers look like they're, they got something going. I know they beat the Jets week one and, but the Saints also dealing with like eight coaches out because of COVID, um, all that. Another game on the road. They haven't been home because of the hurricane. So, um, I don't know if, how much you look into it from the Saints side of things, but, um, Panthers looking good early. Uh, Chicago 20, Cincinnati 17. This was a really weird, ugly game. Dalton starts again, but gets hurt. So we're like, oh, it's Fields time. And then they bring Dalton back in and he gets hurt again. Uh, Fields had that crucial late interception that made it a one-score game. Turns out they were able to hold on. Um, but otherwise, Darnell Mooney was getting a ton of targets. Led the team in targets, six catches for 66. Um but as far as the Bengals, I mean, Joe Mixon was the only one to record a rush. It's literally his backfield and only his backfield. Um, Burrow threw three interceptions on three straight pass attempts. So not great. And uh, yeah, I don't know how much longer Zach Taylor has his head coach. Uh, you have the pieces there offensively, not the offensive line. I still think they should not have went Jamar Chase. Either went Rashawn Slater or Penny Sewell, but it is what it is, um, which we'll get to. Offensive line really matters, and it kind of doesn't matter how good your quarterback is. If if you're running um, for your life, which we're going to get to with the Dolphins, it kind of doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, Burrow having a tough time. There's He's not getting any help with the offensive line. Um, they fall to one and one. Bears are one and one. 
and uh, still somewhat leading the NFC North. Texans 21, Browns 31. Baker, I mean, hyper. This is if the Browns could have their way. I think this, it would be Baker Mayfield 19 for 21, 213 yards, touchdown, a pick. And uh, they ran for 156 yards with Chubb and Hunt. So Baker got hurt. It looked like making a tackle on his interception on his non throwing shoulder. Um, it, looked, it was like dangling and stuff. And then I don't know what the extent of it was, but came back and looked great. So Jarvis Landry also left the game with a knee injury. So, I mean, I guess they don't really have like the receivers. Their leading receiver yesterday was Felton. I don't even know his first name. They got Hooper tight end with Njoku, uh, Higgins, people Jones. Like, I don't know. It's going to be like when they are, when they do finally get down, they got to throw the ball to someone. Um, maybe it's just cream hunt a zillion times on screens and stuff, but Tyrod Taylor looked good. He was 10 for 11 with a touchdown and then got hurt. I think it was a hamstring injury. Um, so their third round draft pick from 2021 out of Stanford. Um, yeah, he, uh, didn't look good. Davis Mills, eight for 18 touchdown and a pick. Um, yikes factory commented, Hey, it do, do you have a mission in life? Do I have a mission in life? Um, wow. That's deep. We're getting deep, huh? Um, do I have a mission in life? Uh, no, cry just to be a good person every day. There you go. There's your, and have fun. Uh, next that's bizarre. Uh, Colts 24 Rams, 27 Rams advanced to two and O Colts. zero and two. Guess what? Carson Wentz got hurt again. Shocking. Um, he also got picked off on a, on a shovel pass. So say what you want about uh, Carson Wentz. I think he's donezo. And uh, yeah, I mean, the combination of injuries and then his just poor decision making. Not great. The team as a whole is good, though. And they have a tough start to the schedule. So don't write the Colts off yet. That They're going to make a run. And their division is up. It's literally up for grabs between them and the Titans. Um, the Jags are poop and so are the Texans. So, But the Rams looking good. Uh, Stafford went 19 for 30. Had that. It's a sore subject. The Yikes Factory. Is, it a, what's, is what a sore subject? The Dolphins are a sore subject. Um but Stafford was down late, led the team, I think it was four plays, just with ease against the Colts defense. That's pretty good. And uh, took the lead. Henderson had the lion's share of carries for them. Um, 13 for 53 and a touchdown. And uh, Cooper Cup is Stafford's go-to guy, at least two weeks into the season. Um, Cup was targeted 11 times, had nine catches, 163 yards and two touchdowns so i mean cup has been lighting it on fire woods okay with 564 no touchdowns but um i think henderson left this game with a rib injury and there's no news on that yet um so i guess that's kind of wait and see jonathan taylor i think they, they were in the red zone two two or three different times in the beginning of the game and left with no points so not great. Uh, Pittman led the way through the air, eight catches, 123. He People were calling for him to be a breakout this year. I mean, 
We'll see. But Wentz out. I don't know who's going to break out of Jacob Eason's your quarterback. We haven't seen much out of him, but it's not great. He came into the game after Wentz went down and threw a pick right away. So Colts, uh, don't write the Colts off yet, but I don't know. Wentz just doesn't look like the guy who used to be in Philly pre-injury. Uh, Broncos 23, Jags twenty, uh, Jags 13. Broncos advanced to 2-0. and Jags are 0-2. Urban Meyer like put out this apology about how they're going to be so much better and turn this around. Um, I don't know how long Urban lasts as an NFL coach. We saw it with Saban. Like these college and NFL are just two different animals, and uh, some guys are just better off in college. Chip Kelly, same thing. Um, Teddy B, twenty six for thirty four, three twenty eight, and two touchdowns. Uh, doing well. And then the backfield is literally a 50-50 split. Each had 13 carries. Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, uh, no touchdowns for them. Cortland Sutton led the way in receiving, and it wasn't even close. Nine catches for 159. And uh, Tim Patrick had the loan. Tim Patrick had three catches for a touchdown. Same with Noah Fant. So, yeah, this Jags team looks like it's same old Jags. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, 14 of 33, 42% completion percentage. Touchdown, two picks. Broncos defense is good, but, I mean, it's – I don't know. I don't know what to think about the Browns – or the Jags. It just seems like same old Jags. So, we'll see. But kind of feel for Trevor with that coach. I mean, you got to try and get him out ASAP. He's I don't think he's it. Um, all right. Bills Dolphins. Bills 35. Dolphins zero. This was um sad. I little I really thought Dolphins had a good chance of winning this game. Um I was getting into the hype. The defense was making plays. It made plays in this game, but there was zero offense. Uh Tua left the game in the first with a rib injury. It appeared he got carted off. It looked like it was like broken ribs or something. Turns out it's uh, bruised ribs, so it's going to be a pain management thing, um, meaning he could play. But the the issue for the Dolphins is their their offensive line is so bad. I don't know how you evaluate a quarterback when you literally have zero time to throw. Jacoby Brissett, who I think is – it would be fair to say he is one of the top backups in the NFL. Was unable to get anything going. Threw a pick. Zero touchdowns. Um, when you get goose-egged, you, and the way if you watch the game from start to finish like I did, the offensive line is so bad. And it starts there. I don't know what else you can do. Um Tua was one for four before he got injured for 13 yards, and he was sacked more times than he passed the ball. Um, uh, it was like this is coming off the week 17 last year where the Dolphins lost 59 to 20 something to the Bills. If they won't, Dolphins win that, they go to the playoffs and just got smoked. Uh, it was more of the same. It was depressing. It was sad. There was no bright spot from this Dolphins team minus. Uh, 
minus the defense. Like th- that was the frustrating part is Josh Allen wasn't playing well. The defense was doing what they needed to do, but there was no offense. Now the stats will t- like, if you look at the box score, it'll tell you something different. But if you watch the game, if you had just a average offensive line, this game is a lot closer. I'm not saying the Dolphins win, but they don't lose 35, nothing. Um, so they, the Dolphins simply just didn't show up to play. Uh, Josh Allen had that crazy throw. That was probably his lone bright spot. He didn't play well um, that across his body in the end zone of digs. Great, great throw. Probably one of two quarterbacks that can complete that pass. Um, Diggs did four catches for 41 and was the recipient of that touchdown. But yeah, it's uh, Dolphins are frauds right now. They they play week three. They go out to Vegas against the hot Raiders, who are two and zero. Just beats Pittsburgh at home or on the road. So I don't know. And uh, oh, the Raver, the Raiders have a very good pass rush. So do they do they play Tua? Do they sit him? I don't know. If it's just a pain thing, and uh, like, does it make sense to put him out there? You literally have zero offensive line. I think. But I think you got to play Tua. You, you shoot him up, get him, get him feeling numb, and get out there and figure it out. If you you're drafted to be this quarterback, I know the offensive line is terrible, but the whole team was deflated once Tua went out. Jacoby Brissett is not the answer. There's a reason he's a backup. Um, yeah, it's just sad times. Um, onward. I'm not, I don't want to talk about the game anymore. Patriots 25, Jets six. Um, hey, at least you're not, you don't have Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is poop. Um, no touchdowns, four picks, 19 of 33. Uh, Bill Belichick just continues his success against rookie quarterbacks. Mac Jones just dinked and dunked his whole way. Like he's been doing through the first two weeks. And, um, Damian Harris had that insane run. I think it was 26 yards. Just nobody could take him down. And uh, yeah, there was not much from this game. The Jets are still the Jets is kind of what I took from that. Uh, San Francisco, 17, Philadelphia, 11. Was a very ugly, slow start to the game. Jimmy G turned it on late, 22 for 30, 189 and a touchdown. I'm liking Jalen Hurts, though. I he, 12 for 23, 190. He threw a 91-yard pass to Quez Watkins, and that resulted in zero points. Probably not many times that's ever happened. Um, day to, says Will Fuller's day-to-day. Sorry, just looking at updates from this sad Dolphin team. Uh, Jalen Hurts led the way with rushing 10 for 82 and a touchdown. So Jalen Hurts, if you got him in fantasy, I, he's automatic top 10. It's uh, it's when he gets done on the ground, kind of similar to Lamar. He He's consistent with it. Um, Elijah Mitchell, who's everyone spent a ton of fab on in fantasy, uh, 17 for 42, left the game with a shoulder injury. Not sure on the severity yet. I think it was a stinger. Um, Debo Samuel leading the way in targets again, 6 for 93. And uh, Kittle, another yeah, performance, four catches, 17 yards. So... Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just want to see Trey Lance in this offense. Um, Jimmy G is, he's doing what he's got to do though. So I don't see why you make the, the switch if you're trying to win a Super Bowl. 
like I alluded to earlier, Raiders 26, Steelers 17. Big Ben might be the worst quarterback in the division. That division includes Burrow, Lamar, and oh my God, who am I not thinking of? Baker. Um, Steelers look terrible. It helped that TJ Watt went out with a groin injury. They are optimistic he'll play week three. I don't know, but Derek Carr got hurt as well, came back in, and uh, he went 28 for 37, 382, and two touchdowns. He had a deep bomb to Henry Ruggs. Waller came back to earth a bit from his 19 target game in week one, had seven for five, 65 yards. Um, they were also without Josh Jacobs, so it was Kenyon Drake and Peyton Barber leading the way. Uh, the Raiders look good early, but this is like the John Gruden. This is like an every year thing. They'll look good early and just fall apart. Um, I might talk myself into Dolphins going to Vegas if Tua plays because I'm an idiot, but I think they're four point. The Raiders are four point favorites. Um, so we'll see, but so far Raiders are lighting the world on fire. Um, just a matter when that fire goes out because it happens every year and their division is pretty difficult. Um, and a wild one, Cardinals 34, Vikings 33. Something that has plagued the uh, Mike Zimmer and the Vikings kicking came back to haunt them again, a routine 33-yard kick to win the game. I pushed it far right and then the Cardinals going to win. Uh, Kyler Murray doing more insane things, more highlight plays um, through a crucial interception late that he shouldn't have, but um, they escape with the win. Kyler 29 for 36, 400 yards passing three TDs, two picks uh, chase Edmonds, just the average day on the ground. Um, Rondell Moore had that 77 yard touchdown where the Vikings decided let's not cover him at all. Um, doesn't usually work out well. AJ Green found his way into the end zone. So that's a throwback. But um Dalvin Cook left the game early. He does he does this thing where he gets hurt and it looks like it's like he's done for the year, but he always is back in the game. So Josh Jacobs does the same thing when he's on the field. Um so that was a bit of a scare. Kirk Cousins, 22 for 32, 244, three touchdowns, no picks. I mean, Kirk's doing what he kind of has to do. He did, but they should have won the game. He he got them down in field goal range. Um, some would say routine. It's like an extra point now with the new rules. Um, Justin Jefferson, six catches, 65 touchdown. Oh, and this taunting rule, like we're seeing, it's unbelievable. You you play such a passionate game when you're, body, you're throwing your body on the line and then you can't celebrate. It's unbelievable. Um, they have to fix this rule. It's so stupid. Um, they're trying to like go down the path of the MLB and just no fun and all that. So I don't know, fix, fix the rule. It's, it's going to get fixed, but I'd like it fixed now. It's just stupid. And it's going to, it's going to call eventually it's going to really cause like a win between a win and a loss for some of these games. It's just a matter of time. Justin Tampa Bay, really good at football. 48. Falcons 25, uh, Brady threw five touchdowns, 24 for 36, 276. Gronk is like turning the clock back. It made me eat my words. 
Um, four catches, 39, two touchdowns. It seems like with this receiving group, there's a lot of mouths to feed. There's going to be one odd man out. Um, week one, it was Mike Evans, who then led the team in targets, five catches, 75, two touchdowns. Godwin had a touchdown. An odd man out seemed in this game was Antonio Brown. He had one catch for 17 yards. So it's kind of the price you got to pay, but the risk is is worth it because you're on such a high-powered offense that if Brady decides today's your day, you're going to have a monster one. Um, Matt Ryan is washed. It's him, Big Ben. There, it's 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 time to put it away. I think um, if Tua can go, he's going to go. Coach says, "Got it." Okay, so who knows what's happening in Miami? Um, but Mike Davis is kind of uh, people were excited about him. He's that this Falcons team is just sad. Kyle Pitts leads the way in reception and receiving yards, 73, no touchdowns. Ridley. I feel bad for Ridley. Um, Julio got out at the right time. That is clear. And then, you know, this was a weird wild game. Cowboys 20 chargers, 17 Cowboys wanted on a last second field goal. Um, but it seemed like, Anytime the Chargers had a big play offensively, it was called back with a penalty of some sort. And uh, Dak, 23 for 27, 237, no touchdowns, a pick. CeeDee Lamb led the way. He He's the number one. Um, Cooper, I think he got hurt late. I don't know the severity. I don't know if it's been announced yet, but it looked like he had hurt himself. I don't even know if it was arm, leg, or what. But... Um, big takeaway, Tony Pollard looks like the better running back than Ezekiel Elliott. He looks faster and, uh, it just looks like Zeke is kind of over the hump. I mean, he still ran for 71 yards and a touchdown. Um, but Pollard just is like, looks more explosive. Um, 13 carries for one nine and a touchdown. So that'll be interesting to monitor, especially with the extra game this year. We'll see. Um, but Cowboys survive on the road in L.A. and uh, tied for first in the division. Final game, Titans 33, Seahawks 30 in overtime. This was a wild one. Derrick Henry like had done nothing, I think, for the first three quarters. Is that right? And then just one explosive um, 35 carries, 182 yards three touchdowns. He had that 60 yard run Tannehill 27 for 40, 347, no touchdowns, no picks weird. And Julio led the way in receiving for 128 yards. Um, they called his touchdown, not a touchdown, but it, like if you used your eyeballs, it was a touchdown. So that was bizarre. Like Julio scoring touchdowns. It's impossible. I don't know why considering how great of a receiver he is. Derek Henry also had six catches something we are not used to. Um, AJ Brown, three catches, but was targeted nine times. So that'll probably, I mean, he's going to have better days for sure. Tyler Lockett had a great game. Eight catches, 178 touchdown. Um, but yeah, this is uh, the frustrating Seahawks. It seems like the Titans, I think last week we said just how terrible they looked, but they get it done on the road. Um so, and that was without Taylor Luan, who hurt himself pregame, their left tackle. Um, so, 
yeah, a lot, a lot happened in week two. Um, again, it's not done. We have Packers lines tonight. Everybody expects Packers to bounce back after getting smoked by the saints. The NFL is so weird. The saints destroy the Packers and then lose to the Panthers. Um, it's like, it's extremely hard to not base next week on the previous, but so we'll see. But, uh, my guess is the Packers and Rod, I think Rogers just goes nuclear tonight. Three, three touchdowns, maybe four, two to Devonte Adams. Um, and it's in Lambeau. So they're going to be able to do whatever they want. In my opinion, Dan Campbell's not going in Lambeau and winning against Aaron Rodgers. If that happens, I mean, Rodgers literally might just retire on the spot if it's not his fault. But also, Rodgers looks depressed and sad, so I want to see like maybe a little bit of I want to be here body language. That'd be cool. I think your team would appreciate that too. Um, but yeah, so that's week two with Woody. Uh, let me know. I don't even know how you would do this. Twitter, whatever. Do you want me to keep doing this? Not. Let me know. Are you listening? Um, the numbers say you li- you listened last week. You liked it. So let me know. And if there's anything you want to hear that I'm not doing, also let me know. So we will be back with Scout and Sloth probably Tuesday, Wednesday. Go over our picks from last week and then give our picks for next week. I think I had a pretty terrible week. That being said, I also said I hated the board. So is what it is. It's Ricky anyway, not me. Uh, Yeah, we'll be back in a couple days. Later, haters.